I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today. Allison, mm-hmm. it's about a boy. Let's hear it for the boy. <laughs> Just a small boy. Just a little boy. Just a sweet mm. little boy. He got popped right out into the world. Uh, right out of a womb. And he got put in, he got some glasses he put on He got put him. in a little suit. And I love him. <laughs> you kiss him on the forehead, give him a pudding pack, and just send him on his way. This is our first introduction to Gibson Praise, the sweetest boy. <laughs> Hashtag the sweetest boy. We love him. Mm-hmm. What happened to him at the end of this episode? We don't know. Will we ever see him again? Probably what not. What happened to him at the beginning and in the middle of this episode? We don't know. We don't know. But we're going to explore that. We're going to explore the space. It's going to be great. Welcome to our last episode of season five. The end. Dun, 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 Does that mean, is that, does that mean we're done? We're done season five in uh, about an hour. Okay. Well, buckle up. Let's do the descriptiono. Allison. Okay. Season 5, episode 20, The End. The assassination of a chess grandmaster leads Mulder and Scully into an investigation that they soon discover strikes at the heart of the X-Files. They learn that the real target was a telepathic boy named Gibson Praise. Let's hear it for the boy. Let's give the boy a hand. Okay, that is what this episode was about. The boy. The boy. But was it? Was it about the boy? For me? Yes. Yes. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we in the space? Where are we in the space? Currently? Yeah. Like, you and me? Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> Let's just put our relationship on the table. <laughs> Let's put the tiger on the table and yell at it. I feel like this had a lot to do, like this was supposed to solve something in the X-Files, but it didn't. Yeah, it really just, I mean, I feel like this whole season is really just falling apart at the seams. Oh, just like breaking apart. But we did have the boy. We had the boy and he we were happy about the boy. And some of our other boys were also here, which we did like. Yeah. I More, I was referring to the fact that we are in Vancouver, BC. Yeah. At the beginning of this episode. Oh, in the beginning Actually, of the, the whole episode, episode is kind of set in Vancouver. In fact, all episodes were in Vancouver. But they actually say it on the Chiron, yes. on the screen. They're like, hey, we're in Vancouver. There's chess happening. Why do you think they said that they were in Vancouver? Just so they had to get that Mountie in there? Well, also, I think like you were saying, neutral ground. Neutral ground. Yes. We have... A chess match. A chess... Is that what they're called? Matches? Matches. Yeah. I think so. What would be another good term for that? Chess... Uh, battle? A- chess battle. A chess kerfuffle. <laughs> so, like, they were in there, and then BattleBots is, like, right on right after them. Oh, BattleBots are streaming right in there. And then another chess battle, mm. and then the Super Dogs. Yeah, Super Dogs. <laughs> Woof. Woof. We were in the Peonies, what, what's that called? The uh, Pacific Prolific Coliseum? The Prolific, the specific Coliseum <laughs> is there. And it is packed. It is jam-packed. Jam now, I, oh boy, like, last time I went there, I went to a Queens of the Stone Age. Mm. That's packed. Do you think they're getting that turnout for a chess comp? For a chess comp? Someone must have hyped the shit out of this. They're like, there's gonna be chess, a small boy is wearing a bow tie. Hell yeah. You know... Us here in Vancouver, we don't have a lot going on. We were known as the no-fun city. Yes, true. But 
this X-Files has shown, we love us some fun. Hey, we can get down dirty and have some fun watching a small boy play chess. In complete silence. Uh-huh. Anyway, they play chess. Yes. And it's completely silent. Correct. Which, again, is false because if you have been to any sort of, like, I don't know, show in Vancouver... It's not completely no. silent. People get drunk and You're gonna belligerent. Get hecklers. You're going to get hecklers. You're going to get people throwing some white spot around. It's going to get nuts. You're going to get a chocolate milkshake right up the backside of your head. Oh, God. The worst concert I went to was a Brian Adams concert <laughs> with, like, just a bunch of drunk people behind me just spilling beer all over me. Oh, God. Those, awful. Those Brian Adams fans. Yeah, terrible. Ugh. That's why I don't go see things or leave my house. Anyways. <laughs> That's a separate problem. <laughs> What happens to the small boy? The small boy. Okay, so the small boy is, he's hearing some things, some yes. voices. And he looks behind him, and up in the tall window, huh? uh, there's a man putting together a gun. Yes. And he ready to shoot. Um, he shoot the boy. He wants to shoot the boy, uh-huh. but the small boy knows that he wants to shoot the boy. Uh-huh. Uh, and the small boy, he makes his final move, and he says, a check a mate. Uh, a check a mate. And he moves back ever so slightly so that the bullet does not hit him, it hits the other man. I guess if I were to make the choice between me being assassinated and someone else being assassinated, I would choose the other person. I mean, <laughs> yeah. This kid is making the right choice. The kid's right? making a good call. And, and he won at the same time, so it's pretty stylish. Or, oh, Allison, I get it now. Mm-hmm. This is why everyone was here. This is deathmatch chess battle. Oh, no. So two enter, only one may leave. <laughs> Right? You win or you die. You win or you die. And if the child could not kill killed the other man with his bare hands, he had to rely on a, an assassin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, it's just a small boy. And that's what this was. This was actually fun fact. This is actually the pitch of the Hunger Games originally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they didn't want to go with it. I don't know why they didn't think chess was going to sell. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think this podcast is selling. <laughs> I don't know if this concept is working. For me. <laughs> Anyway, my background boy is that Mountie. Yeah, the Mountie was very good. Who runs? Who runs to the wearing bright red? Bright red. He he gets off his horse. Because <laughs> I saw a police marine unit the other day. A police marine. Just unit? a big truck that said marine unit had a little bow hook on the back. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you gonna go catch some people doing some ocean crimes? <laughs> so just a bunch of seamen in there, <laughs> just sloshing around. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We go to across the country. We go to Quebec. 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 And two little two little parachute boys just slide right down and they're gonna go assassinate our guy, the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Now I guess they had to make ghost bullets, correct? Yes, they would have had to make some ghost bullets in order to be able to kill the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Now how now in our fiction, how does one make ghost bullets? I forget. Uh, I believe you have to imbue them with a special power while jerking off. I forget exactly what the I think that's what it was. Was it was it that you jerk off but then you edge? That is what it is. It yeah, you have to edge yourself in order to imbue them. <laughs> kind of like a J.O. crystal but you never get to finish. It was like it's the ghost of the the orgasm. Yeah, ex- exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So it seems like Crychek made some ghost bullets. He made, yeah, and you can tell cuz he's like looking intense. <laughs> so I knew this was Crychek 
from moment one because his he's wearing a balaclava mm-hmm. and his pursed lips, his little pouty little lips. Oh god! I was he, like, that's my boy. He would have made a great Batman. Yeah, that's, that's what you yeah, needed. He would have, right? Right. So he's trying to, is he trying to assassinate the ghost of Ronald Reagan or just grab him? Well, I think they're just trying to grab him. So the first guy tries to go grab him and he gets shot through the door by the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Oops. And also, I guess he shot a jar of jam because when he runs off into the snow, all of his footprints are bright red. <laughs> Oops. That's my swallowy jam. Oh, no, my jam. <laughs> and then uh, Krychek chases after him. Yeah, Krychek chases after him. And then when he finally catches up, he shoots one shot into the air. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I was sent to take you in. Take that, air. (laughs) He's throwing away a shot, that's for sure. (laughs) You don't want to be like that cloud I just murdered. (laughs) I'm so horny, I'll kill a cloud, I'll do it. There must be, like, people who have watched the TV and the movies and had a real gun and actually shot in the air and actually hurt something. Oh, absolutely. Like, bullets don't just disappear in the air. No, not even ghost bullets. They just come down. They come right back down. Gosh. I would have loved if he shot in the air and then a duck fell, like, five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm so sorry, Mr. Duck. Okay. Ronald Reagan is coming back to Vancouver. Yeah. Now let's get to Daddy. Daddy's in the basement. Daddy's in the basement. Daddy's in the basement you guys and he don't usually go Dad's down there usually in the basement but <laughs> right now he is he's looking through the file he's looking at everything and Walter's like hey daddy why are you in the basement now we do have to say that we have noticed that skinner and and molder things have cooled off they, lately there's no flame there yeah but th- i will say huh in this scene Mm. I felt a little heat, a little, p- just a little pecan. You know, if you're like ordering your your chipotle and they're like, how spicy you want yeah. it? You're just like, one step above mild, please. That's what this scene was. Ooh, caliente. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, daddy is a little spicy. Mm-hmm. And they get real close. So close. And, and Mulder says, uh, looking for anything special. Oof. Oof! Oh, oh! Mm. This is like a Mulder Skinner's fan fiction. It really is. Be- like Mul- Skinner's down the basement, and Mulder's like careens into the fucking room and like puts his leg up on a chair and spreads him and says, "Looking for anything special?" Now you said fanfic, but you meant porno, right? <laughs> same, same. Yeah, fair. Same, same. You know what I'm one I'm I am disappointed in our space cadets, Allison. Yeah, why? Not one has sent us any fan fiction. I know, that's so disappointing. Yeah, man. I really hey. Mmm. I really want so we're gonna be gone for like three weeks. Yeah. What are we gonna do to keep us warm on those cold X Filesless nights? In the middle of June. In the middle of June. <laughs> hey, if you got some uh I would prefer X Files fan fiction you yourself has ri- have ha- has 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 written and no het ships please no het ships only gay make it gay or nothing <laughs> please 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 but yeah please send that to us double X Files podcast at gmail yeah we really need something to take the edge please. off here because we've been making a lot of ghost bullets and if you give us permission we will share our favorite quotes yeah but we won't share the whole thing no unless you want us to wink wink. Okay, what is Daddy looking for? What is Daddy Skinner looking Daddy's for? Daddy's looking for Mulder because he wants to put Mulder on a case. Oh. The case of the boy. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boy. You say you have saying that 
since we started watching this episode about 50 times, and I'm fine with it. I love it. I think it's great. It makes me think of Footloose, which I like. Okay. So there's, the case is about the the Russian chess man who died. Yeah. And Mulder busts into that room. Oh, and the case is being run by uh, Jeffrey Spender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who specifically does not want Mulder involved. And Skull, and Skinner tells him that. Yeah, Skinner, he's like, he doesn't want you involved. He doesn't want But I want you involved. <laughs> oh. Is Skinner pitting his two boys yeah. against each other? Skinner's trying to make a boy fight. It's been so long <laughs> since Skinner's seen a boy fight, he's trying to conjure one out of thin air. <laughs> I want, you know what? Me too. I need my I need a boy I fight. I need a boy fight so bad. So they go upstairs. Yeah. And... Basically, Skinner takes Mulder into this, like, room with where the investigation is going on. Uh-huh. And they just burst in. And Mulder's like, uh, you're wrong. Yeah, basically. Rewind that. So what Spender is saying is that this is an assassination against a Russian national, mm-hmm. national, and we gotta be careful. And then Mulder's like, but the boy. But the boy. The boy, though. The boy was gonna be assassinated. What about the boy, though? He goes back into the left. Yeah. And then he looks back. So Mulder has deduced that this boy knew the bullet was coming. And he moved specially so the bullet did not hit him. And then the lady in the room says, or the uh, I guess there's two ladies in the room, technically. Two? Yeah. Scully's there. But then this other lady's like, you're right. I know alien things and I agree. The boy is a psychic. So this is when we're in- introduced to Diana. Diana. <laughs> who I think we should have known from you know as soon as we saw her there's a second woman in this room yeah so she is going to be a have history with Mulder and b not exist at the end of this episode yeah <laughs> which hey came true mm-hmm. now Mulder and her were making eyes at each other they were making some eyes and apparently they were a thing they used to date and the whole fucking B plot of this ep- I would say, you know what? No. I would call it an A plot. Yeah. Is this love triangle. They're really trying to get us to buy into this. Between Moeller and Scully and, and Diana. Diana. But that is really shitty to Scully. Yeah. And it's just like the way that with the kid, the kid's making all these little comments about it and it's just like, ugh, boy. Yeah. Love, okay. If you're gonna shoehorn, it feels like one of the things that the writers know sells is this tension, heterosexual tension between Scully and Mulder. Yeah. And so they're just trying to, like, give you, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ooh will titillating. They, will they, won't they? Oh, new girl. Ooh, oh, what's happening now? Let's make all three of them kiss. No, it can't do that. Okay, but if they did, it would It'd be okay. I'd be into that. It'd be good. Yeah, if they It'd all kissed good. at the same time, mwah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a, a tricycle. Yeah. But no, nah, it's a it's a love triangle. Which I don't care for. No, and especially Mulder seems to be not interested in this love triangle. No, it he just seems really to be, is completely unattached. It just seems to be Scully being jealous. Yeah, which is, as you know, not our favorite thing. Uh-uh. So they go see this kid. Yes, and the kid is watching the TV. Uh, and it, what, you know what's on? Some of Fox's fucking classic programming. The Samsons. The Samsons are on because you know what's a great channel? Fox <laughs> is a great channel. Ew. I feel dirty. <laughs> the Simpsons are still going on, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Do you think they'll ever stop? Oh, I'm sure they will. Really? Yeah. But they just make so much GD money. I know. Syndication, right? right? But 
like they're on what forty seasons? Yeah, they could stop making it any time. They'll still continue to make a shitload of money because of the syndication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just stop. They should just. They stop. should. They should probably they should just stop. Just stop. So this kid, uh, this kid is like, he is on a Mulder. Okay. But the fir- the one of the first things this is supposed to be spooky child, yeah, right? spooky, spooky and, child. And we can talk about how he's the missing human X Men link and blah blah blah. But the first kind of couple things that come out of his mouth is about this fucking love triangle. Uh huh. Like I know you're thinking about one of them, and one of them's thinking about you. And Mulder's like, which one? And the kid's like, you don't want me to tell. Wink. It is a fan fiction. It's awful. It is so bad. It makes me want to barf up the pancakes that we ate. No, don't. They were so good. And then I'll eat them again. Oh, gross. Um, Do you know that you can tell if a dog really likes their food if they barf up the food and then eat it again? Yucko. That's the highest compliment a dog can give you. (laughs) God. (laughs) So they're going to test this boy. They're going to test the boy to see what his whole deal is. Now, these tests. Mm Mm-hmm. Are inane and stupid. Yes, correct. there is. I don't know. I love. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did love these tests. <laughs> I don't know who picked these people. <laughs> it was like, hey, who wants to be with this freaky deaky kid and test them? And I don't know where they got these psychic cards. <laughs> but it's like there were about seven people in the room, and the boy was lined up like on the other side, and they had like clip art. Yeah, they did. And they would hold up the card, and the boy would tell them what is on the card. But it started out simple, like, I don't know, light bulb? Yeah. Piano? Uh-huh. And then it got, like, real complicated. Uh-huh. Like, the Statue of Liberty. Which he just said, statue? So is it, like, is it that the person who's looking at the Statue of Liberty card does not recognize it as the Statue of Liberty and oh just thinks God. it's a statue? Because he, he is just reading their thoughts, Yeah, right? so he's just like, statue. Could you imagine if you were doing that test and you got a card, you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot like, what this is. I don't know what this is. Oh, no. And the kid's just like, you got no fucking clue, dude. I can see right through you. Freedom goddess, right? <laughs> and then, and then... This kid is just doing parlor tricks for Yeah, them. he's just doing breakfast orders. He just says, like, what do you have for breakfast? Moon's over my hand. <laughs> Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. Grand Slam. Denny's Grand Slam with bacon. Can I tell you what would have been great? What? If instead of those little flashcards, they had, like, Rorschach ink blots, yeah. and the kid has to guess what each person thinks the Rorschach is, he's just like, pussy, 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 done. Yeah, but that's simple. <laughs> it's just genitals. Ah, I love it. Are those really supposed to, like, do anything? Is that really a test? Mm, I do, don't know. do they still use that? I, I don't know what no. they would use it for. Because it's just like, you just saw, everyone's just seeing a vagina. I don't know. I see butterflies sometimes. Oh, mm. uh, no. They're vulvas. Yeah. They're all <laughs> vulvas. It's like fucking just open a George O'Keefe book, right? You know what? It's just making everyone a little bit more lesbian. Yeah. Eh? You can't really ask for more than that. <laughs> vulva, vulva, vulva. Anyway, after he's telling these guys about his fucking Denny's Graham Slam order, mm-hmm. and they're all, like, laughing and clapping. The one, this, the one guy that got the fucking Grand Slam is just having the time of his fucking life. Is this science? Is this how we do science now? Yes. Just like, oh, yes. Play a game for me. <laughs> Though... If I was psychic, I think that is one way I would I would use my powers. You just do tricks. I would do tricks, oh. and I would I would freak people to out to lull people into a sense of security. Yeah, and then I would say, I know your deepest darkest secret, and you have to pay me money. 
I know what kind of porn you like, and it nasty. <laughs> oh, that was the next. They actually cut. <laughs> they cut that scene. They cut that scene. That was the third scene. They're like, <laughs> um, bondage, bondage, girl on girl, cream pie, butt stuff, piss. <laughs> You know Denny's Grand Slam got to get in some piss play. <laughs> that guy loves his fucking piss. Oh, God. <laughs> That's all the Denny's coffee is, right? You look the guy. You... <laughs> we coming for you, Denny's? Gotcha, Denny's. <laughs> I think that would have been a better trick. Oh, that would have been a fucking dope trick. That's someone no one wants to invite to their parties. Unless you know 100% your porn habits are entirely clean and on the table. Now, I have a question. Is everyone's... Do you think everyone, everyone says that their porn habits are pretty vanilla, yeah. right? That that can't be that true. That can't possibly that be can't true. That can't be true. No. And I I have found as I have aged, my porn habits have aged with me. Mm. Like, just get into new new stuff. Yeah. Just a lot more bondage. You just like, there's always new stuff to check out. It's Dude, like a library. It is like a library. Is there like a porn library? That would be cool. I guess that's just red tube, right? Yeah. Do they do they stack probably. things in the Dewey, Dewey Decimal System? Just kind of check stuff out. You go like go to the legend, and you're like, oh yeah, milfs. JS one two three milfs. So I'll go to that row. Is the milf row bigger than the Delf row? I don't know. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, after this small boy predicts all of their sexual habits, then after the bright boy predicts their their sexual habits, uh, Jeffrey Spender. Yeah. He's in the. He's in the parking garage. Is that what happens next? No, no, no. Uh, look, I didn't. Fuck. I didn't take a lot of notes. Um, it was the presidents meet on our turf. Oh, the presidents meet on our turf in so, front of the science world. So, I was gonna say Khrushchev. It's mm, not no. Khrushchev. It's Krychek. He brings. Oh, it's a boy. The boy. Yeah, Krychek, our boy. Krychek is our boy. He's our boy. Yeah, our sweet baby. Um, he brings the ghost of Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. to in front of the science world mm-hmm. in, in the parking lot. Yeah. And all of the dead presidents are there. They're all there. They're meeting on neutral Canadian ground, I guess. <laughs> and I, what is... Do you remember what the whole deal was? No, I really the, tuned out this whole conversation. They're really angry. Something about the boy? The boy. Now... If this boy was the quote unquote missing link that everyone is looking for, why is it t- why is it taking twenty fucking episodes to get here? I don't know. Twenty try four seasons. <sighs> they're just really so. I guess they're like Ronald. You gotta come back and get this boy. And if you get this boy, we won't, won't be angry at you anymore. Because I guess they're angry at him. I guess that's why he was in a cabin in Quebec. I guess so. I don't remember. I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) It's unclear. I'm sure it was clear, but we're not clear. And Crycheck is reduced to just driving a car around. I think that's a not very good Yeah, this whole episode, that's all Sweet Baby does besides pout his cute little lips in the snow. Yeah. Is he just drives his car around. It's just like, come on, I want to see him get rough and raw and ready. I thought Crycheck was supposed to help Mulder. I want to see this kid get just down and dirty and punch some boys yeah i want some boy punches no boy punches though no punching so so krychek and the ghost ronald reagan are gonna work together to get the to get the 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 boy the boy our our other sweet little yeah boy yeah boy so this is when Mulder visits the child the child and he brings a chess thing to yeah and he's basically like hey 
You want to play? I bet you can't beat me. No, it's like it's a ro it's a robot chessboard. Oh, is it? Yeah. So he's like, I you you won't play because you know you can't beat it because he can't read the robot's mind. Yeah. Oh, is that what? That's he's what's up. And and we this is when we find out this little small child is just a walking call out post. <laughs> he really is because he just gives it to Mulder, which is very good. He does. He's like Mulder's like Ugh, watching The Simpsons, huh? That's some quality Fox programming on Fox. And the kid's like, Ugh, what do you like? Baywatch? You nasty. You n- that's some nasty television. Oh, I bet you even like looking at boobs. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is was Baywatch? Baywatch was the one with, with the, Pamela the Anderson. The slow right? running. The slow ru- Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And uh, the you know Hoff, the Hoff. yeah the Hoff. Dang. Now I have a question. So when a person with boobs run like Pamela mm-hmm. Anderson, the bo- the boobs jiggle. Mm-hmm. And that's why they did slow motion, right? Mm-hmm. If the Hoff, mm. he have no boobs, mm-hmm. but he do have something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he do have something downstairs, mm-hmm. just two little ones mm. and one long one. Do they jiggle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when, when he run, it jiggle. Uh-huh. When he run, <laughs> it jiggle. Does it flop? It just does a real slap. <laughs> right? Just against the thigh, it slaps. It's like he's paying, playing bass. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. The Hoff slaps, I tell you what. <laughs> I mean, I'd be down. <laughs> so when it's like, when Pamela Anderson is, is, is running in the beach in slow motion, they pan up mm-hmm. to see the breasts. Yeah. But when the Hoff is running, oh, they pan down. Yeah. To see those jiggles. Just see them slap. Those it's pants fine. jiggles. Is that how? But you got a little baguette in there. <laughs> Gonna wiggle around. It's a little wiener, uncooked wiener. <laughs> oh man! I mean, if we're gonna objectify humans, I want to objectify all humans. Oh yeah, equally. Yeah, equally. That's why I think TVs need to have more dicks. I um, agree. I get so fucking excited whenever I see a dingle. When are we gonna see some more weens on screen? Like Westworld is trying. They're trying. They're doing their damnedest. But not enough. Not enough weens on screens, no. that's what I say. Weens on screens? Yeah. That's my campaign I'm launching. Weens on screens? More weens on screens. I feel like that should be a new podcast. Oh my god! Where we just watch movies or TV that have a ween in them. So we'll have three episodes. <laughs> Most of them Westworld. Yeah. And we just review the weens. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little five-minute podcast? Done. I don't see why not. Done. Let's put that in our back pocket. Okay. We're on break soon, so what else are we going to do? TM, 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 TM. Okay, this is when we get a verbal boy fight between Mulder and Spender. <gasps> Family reunion. They get real close, and Spender's like, I didn't want you on my team. And Mulder's like, you're going to make a fucking big mistake because you're wasting time by looking at this fucking assassin thinking that he's gonna kill a Russian but really he killing the boy the boy is the key to all this brothers come from the same source Ronald Reagan's jizz brothers and jizz <laughs> apparently Spender also torches tor- uh, tor- tortures people yeah he sure do because he didn't give this he man let the man have the food so they have the assassin there and Spender's like you can't talk to a Mulder and Mulder's like fuck I can. 
And then he does. Mm-hmm. What does he figure out? Well, he says the guy's like, I got no food or water. And Mulder's like, Spender, you go get him some food. And Spender's like, okay, brother. And then um, Mulder's like, hey, yeah, I know this kid's psychic. And I'm going to tell the kid you know he's psychic. And I don't know why that's a threat. I guess so. Um, And then he's like, if you give me information, I can get you immunity. And the guy's like, okay. Yes, the kid's psychic. Yes, the kid, he does the brain The thing. boy is psychic. And uh, even Scully... He does some brain, or she does Scully some does brain. does the tests. She does some brain tests, and then she brings them to the Gerblins. Mm-hmm. She's like, please look. And also, who's Diana? Who's Diana? And they're like, oh, Diana used to knock boots with Mulder. And Scully's like, I should have knew it. Now, this is also when we deduce <laughs> where the boy came we from. We know where the boy is. We know the origin of the boy. Because when we look at the boy, we look at the boy. And then we look at the Gerblins. <laughs> and there's some resemblance. There's an extreme resemblance. Specifically in the R.L. Stein uh-huh, corner uh-huh. of that DNA. Mm-hmm. So we are deducing the boy was a jizz experiment. Yeah. Gone right? That's a baby Gerblin. <laughs> <laughs> we got ourselves a fortified little Gerblin. <laughs> a little test tube Gerblin. Aw, they all j- Do you think um, the handsome one... Really didn't take part. He really wasn't into it. Well, I think the round of his, roundness of his face kind of figured into the boy. And, and the boy's sense of style. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, we, definitely that's 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 the cute one's sort of contribution. But I'm going to say R.L. Stein jizzed the most. Yeah, he, had, he produced the most jizz per capita. So the boy does resemble him the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how growing test tube babies work, right? Yeah, it's whoever's <laughs> the most jizz you put in. They, the baby is mostly them. Now, are they aware that this is their boy? Probably I don't think not. so. No, no, no. It was just a night of test tube passion. Yep. Or, or, or maybe the Gerblins just like jack it into the same test tube. I, I think so. They're all just standing around just furiously pumping. No, no, no. On separate occasions. Oh, that's not as exciting. No. <laughs> I like it if they all do it together. And look each other in the eye? Yeah. Oh no! Don't don't let that kid anywhere near me. He knows what kind of part I watch. <laughs> uh, where's that fan fiction? <laughs> there can't be. No. There has to be. Do no. you think there's a single piece of fan fiction where the Gerblins all jerk it together? There has. There's to gotta be. be at least one. Oh god, there has to be. I have so much faith in the internet that there are. And the X Files is like one of the original like fan fiction vehicle shows. Yeah, there was Star Trek and then this, right? So there's gotta be some kind of like Jo team up fanfic for these Gerblins. Yeah, but you know it's probably on Scully. Oh, <laughs> I killed them. <laughs> right? Awful. Right? Awful. It probably is. No, I don't want to hear I it. I know. I don't want to hear it either, but that's probably mm, what happened. I hate it and I'm mad. I know. Maybe that's why we don't want to watch, we don't want to read any fan fiction. Yeah, truth. Because it's got to be like. That's the truth. Because her being the only female, mm-hmm. it's going to, just not going to be, too, it's not going to turn out very well for her in the a lot words. of fan fiction. Okay. Let's go to who had more sexual tension. I don't know why I wrote that. A lot of people have sexual tension, I guess. I think so. Scully is Scully wants to tell Mulder what she found out about the brain scan. What did she follow, find out about the brain scan? Well, she's not going to tell him yet because she oh. goes to the she goes to the um, 
the place where the kid is, uh, to tell Mulder, but then she sees him and he's holding hands oh, yeah. with Diana. With Diana. So she goes back down to her car and she calls him and she says, meet me at work. I'm going to tell you what I found. So she kind of fucking cough blocked him, right? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, and then, so she leaves and Diana leaves and then Mulder comes downstairs and Jeffrey Spender is there. That's where the sexual tension comes Speaking to a man. Who man? Who's the man he's speaking to? It's him daddy. It's him daddy. Is this where daddy says, is this when he goes says, Reagan says, you're a bright boy. Yeah. <laughs> My bright, beautiful, bouncing baby boy. My brave, beautiful boy. What a brave boy you are. Let daddy kiss you right Let on the lips. daddy rub your head. My brave, beautiful, bouncing baby boy. Uh, so he reveals, I am your father. No, he didn't do that no, yet. Not, yet. not to the end. He's just like, I'm a strange man and I can help you. And then Mulder comes over and the, he runs away. And then he's like, hey, Spender, who are you talking to? And Jeffy's like, well, I don't know. He's like, how can you not know? And Jeffy's like, well, I don't know. And then it's like, we're brothers. When brothers gather, cause we came from the same jizz. <laughs> that guy jizzed in our moms. <laughs> and it was the same jizz. But the moms were different, though. Different moms, same jizz. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Okay, you know, so... I feel like our jizz quotient, quotient has been very low these last episodes. Yeah, we're really trying to pump it up. We're trying to burst it. <laughs> pump up the jizz. <laughs> like the Gervlins did into that testing. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this is when Skelly reveals the god module. The god jewel. The god jewel. This is where... Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus has made a little part in your brain that's extra special, just for you, and just for you, and for everyone. But Jesus, he don't want you to use it very often, no, because that's where the sins happen. That's where the sins all concentrate. <laughs> all the sins come from that one part of your brain. So when you sin, Jesus locks it away in that little part of your brain, <laughs> just for you, so you don't remember your sins. And then that's when you go to confession in church you have to yeah, like, open up open up that part of your brain so and the priest is like oh boy all your sins out <laughs> thank you jesus thank you for this special sin place in my brain jesus <laughs> i keep my sins there but the boy the boy the small boy his god modules fucking huge got a honking mod i tell you what <laughs> But I think that's because he hears everyone else's sins. Yeah. And so he keeps them in him brain. Yeah, so that he could do a call-out post for everyone. Oh, that's how he purges his god yeah. sins. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Scully says, this boy's sin palace, <laughs> sin mind palace. That's what I call my bedroom. <laughs> is... <laughs> no. No? Uh-uh. I'm not allowed to call my bedroom the sin palace? <laughs> It is probably where you do most of your sins. It's where right? I do all my sins. <laughs> this boy's sin palace is my, is far too big. Okay, and it's far too active because mm. he's hearing everyone's Just porn choices and all these sins. He's hearing about that Denny's Grand Slam piss Just all day. Piss, 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 piss. <laughs> that boy's brain's gonna explode. No, yeah, man, full of sins. So she says that this is like a missing link mm-hmm. between whom and whomst. 
between us, people like regularios like us, just yeah. old farts. The ones who have the small sin with section. With the small sin section, and then like the X-men. The X-men. Mm. Okay. Now, Diana. Diana. She say, you can't, hey, Scully, you can't go like around to, I don't know, the attorney general and talk about sin palaces and X-Men. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. No. Or the X-Files is going to be shut down for the fifth time in a row. Which she's right. And yeah. She's right. And Mulder kind of looks at her like, yeah, you know, girl. You know about my sins. Ah, we did a couple of gross. them. I wouldn't imagine that Mulder is a kind lover. <laughs> I think he's a very selfish. I think he's lover. extremely selfish. He's like, you finish, and then the the you know whoever he's, he's with is like, I guess, I guess, because I'm not, I'm not gonna get to now. <laughs> you, you were just grunting on top of me for two minutes. Yeah, it was all sweaty and gross. You finish. That's fine. I don't get to. I'm gonna go masturbate in the shower. I guess. Oh man, sad, I know that feels. Sad times. How many times? Oh. Those sour masturbations, man. Okay. <laughs> So, are they a thing? Are they not a thing? I don't fucking they were care. Once a thing, and I can't. Also, who cares? Yeah, who cares? So, so the, the kid is proof of X Men. Yeah. So they take the boy to a, a hotel. Yeah, motel, Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. and he watch a some fine Fox programming. Uh, perhaps a a King of the Hill. Oh, my favorite. I love a King of the Hill. So good. Oh, so good. Um, Scully's there. Yeah, and she talks. There. She talked to the boy, and the boy like, "Let me watch my GD fucking King of the Hill." Yeah, can you fuck off for Please. like one minute? I want to hear about your sex stuff you're thinking in your brain. My sin section is so big already. Because <laughs> I think what he's saying is, I like chess because there's no one talking; it's just people thinking, yeah. and I can handle that. Because when people talk, they think different things than they say. Yeah, yeah, girl. What is that like a call out? Is that a call-out post for Scully? No, because he says he likes Scully because she doesn't care what anyone thinks of her, so she says what she thinks. But isn't that kind of alluding to, just tell Moeller how you feel? Oh, barf. I think it is. Yikes, I yeah. hate it. Anyway, Scully leaves. Mm-hmm. And Diana comes. Diana! She comes. Mm-hmm. to Because that's not what she did with Moeller. Nope. Gross. <laughs> Gross. So the little boy is standing in the window. He's like, oh someone's God. out there with a gun. And she's like, get away from the window. He's like, no, they're going to shoot you. And, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, what? Bing. Bing. And uh, we just, let's just fridge this lady. We'll roll her straight into a fucking fridge, I guess. That's what we do with women on this show. And we never see Diana again. Well, we see her get loaded into an ambulance, and, and then we never it. see her again. A what? Excuse me? An ambulance? Thank you. What was that? A- an ambulance? Ambulance? An ambulance? The hospital. An ambulance. Okay. Ambulance? Uh-huh. It does better. Okay. You got it. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I'm you wins. <laughs> We're never going to see that woman again. No. No. If she was a prop. Yeah. No. She at best. barely existed. She was a sexual prop of... Mulder's sexual prowess. To create jealousy. To create jealousy. Oh, fuck. This show is real bad. It's a bad show. We could have had a GD spooky child just doing spooky things, Mm -hmm. guessing about porn and Denny's Grand Slams, Mm -hmm. but they had a fucking shoehorn of sex triangle. Yeah, it's bad stuff, my friend. So, So, the the ghoul. The ghoul. ghoul, FDR. The ghoul gets got. He does? Doesn't he? Who? 
<laughs> Wait, what? The ghoul? Yeah. He got shut down. What? No. No. I got confused. Okay. Um, so, the okay, first of all, the man, the man in the cell. Yeah. He gets shot. Yeah, he gets shot. He gets shot, and then also there's like a, he gets, there's a cigarette label in there. Yes. So, so we, we know, know is the smoky man. We know who did that. Yeah. Uh, and then the smoky man uh, has the boy and he gives the boy to the ghoul. Because it's like, are we even now? And the ghoul's like, no, we still hate you, mean girl style. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And then the swing man's like, okay. And Crackjack's like, should I kill him? And the ghoul's like, nah. No. Yeah. Uh, and then that's the last we see of the boy. Yeah, I hope we see the boy season six. I think we'll see the boy again. Are we going to see Diana? We'll see the boy again. <laughs> we going to see Diana? No, of course no, not. Probably not. But Allison. Yes. Scully says... That because of all this kerfuffle, they're going to shut down the exophiles. No, not the exophiles. Not again. Not for the fifth time in a row. <laughs> How do they keep reopening it? I seem I to have know. missed the part. <laughs> they always seem to shut it down and just like reopen There's the next one. fucking reopen this time. Jesus. So uh, the smoking man goes to visit Jeffy. Yes. And he says, Jeffy, it's about power and control. Yeah. Like the Marina and the Diamond song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> off the album Electra Heart. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, Jeffy says, who the f- fucking fuck are you? And the smoking man goes to Ronald Reagan and says, I am your father. It's my jizz that made you. I put it in your mother and I pulled out, but you still got pregnant. And that's a bummer. Now there's you, my son. And also Mulder. And my other son, Mulder. <laughs> you. <laughs> and then what Smoking Man does before, actually, prior to Jeffy, is that he's in the basement. He's looking at the file that says Samantha Mulder, and he probably takes that, he, right? No, he burn it. But he has it. He'll probably oh, he take probably that. took it. He probably took but that he's one. got his cigarette. And you said that the the movement of, oh. from his cigarette from his oh. mouth was like the best acting you'd ever he seen. Slides the cigarette out of his between, his thin lips. His, no, his. Thick. Ugh. Lips. Gross. And he slides it out like a fucking phallus. <laughs> and he puts it between his two fingers and he moves it from horizontal to vertical, but he does like a 180 spin on it. Mm. It is the most sensual acting on that. I've ever seen. And what's his name? William B. Davis? Yeah. Fuck. Like, give that man an Oscar for that scene. It was pretty good. If you did not see this episode, I don't blame you. Go back, I don't know, the last, like, five minutes. The cigarette twirl. The cigarette twirl that made me come. Okay. If the little boy could predict my sex needs, it's that. (laughs) Yikes. There's my fetish that I didn't feel. Hey, you know... We find out fetishes I didn't know I had. That's so true. That's, that's so true. That's I, and you do. know that your fetish is when I talk about other people's fetishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well. um, <laughs> Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the smoking man, what he do is he burned down the X-Files. He burned down the X-Files. All of it. Uh-huh. The whole thing. So it's gone forever. Rip. 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 Uh, and then Mulder and So Scully. we'll never... Wait. It's the end. Yeah, it's the end. So this is it. That's why the episode's called The End. This is the last episode of The X-Files. Uh-huh. We ever. never, ever have to watch ever, ever again. No, never again. This is the end. Because they burnt them all down. It's done. It's done. It's over. Good. So Mulder comes in, and Scully comes in, and Mulder's very sad. And yeah. then Scully puts a hand on his arm, and he's sad, but he flex. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a sad boyfriend arm. It's a sad, it's a sad flex. Oh man. And that's the episode. That's how I ended. But do you know how it should have ended, Allison? Well, you tell me how it should have ended. I wanted you to tell me how it should have ended. Oh, okay. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. The thing about this episode is how it should have ended. The whole X Files, yeah, is this episode. It should. It, this should be the. This should be the end. It should end here. It should end here. This should then. be the end of the X Files. <laughs> Just be done. Just be over. I don't want to watch anymore. I need a break, friends. <laughs> My ending is Mulder's really sad, and then Scully grabs his arm. And is like it's okay. We'll rebuild. And then Mulder, the camera pans to one corner. That hadn't been Bert, and it's a computer. He's like, no, everything's on there. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. This is fucking 1999. Like, I got everything on there. Don't bud. worry about it. It's on the floppy. Don't <laughs> copy that floppy. I actually do. I did. <laughs> and now it's safe. The data. That's how it should have That's how it should have ended. Okay. Oh, let's, let's do rating. Let's yeah, rate. let's rate the bitch. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I going to have a sleep. Five is I never sleep again. I'm going to give this, a, I don't know, fucking point zero three. Like, nothing spooky. Not even that boy. Not even the boy. I want to give him a hug. I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means great up, loved it, to uh, my struggle part three, worst episode we've watched to date. I'm going to give this a six. It's fine. Who cares? Mm-mm. Tasty. Tasty. So as you guys know, this is the last episode of season five. Yeah. yeah. Can I read a email? Yeah, please. There is no postmark. No return address. Where is this mail from? Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. We got an email from at Laura, and uh, she had to give us some heads up. She said that um, we've read, we've now reached the first X Files movie, and she says, and yes, it has continued. What's that word? Continuity. Oh. And yes, it has continuity, so you're stuck with it. But it also has John Locke from Lost. Yes. Nice. And it also has many bees. Bees. Yes. I'm excited now. Yeah. Uh, She says, in exchange for your pain, I will confess that as horribly embarrassing fangirl middle schooler of atrocious taste, I was so into this show that the movie soundtrack basically lived in my personal CD player. Mm. Tracks include a shitty reggae song by Sting. (gasps) What? Some semi-decent songs uh, by bands who definitely had better things to do with their time. And also my first encounter with The Cure. Very good. Mm. Which speaks to the tragedy of my entire childhood up to that point, TBH. Need a chill chill X-Files EDM remix? Oh yeah, got that too. Damn. Do any of these songs ever appear in the movie? Nope. It's just an officially authorized mixtape. Check it out. And Marvel at its power, the X-Files has circa 19, 1998 to get musicians to get secret ba- bidding. I am fucking down with this I GD. love a good soundtrack. It had, oh God, Three Dog Night. Oh shit. But it had Foo Fighters, Bjork. Can I tell you what a jam is? Shambhala by Three Dog Night. Dang, Great dang, dang. The Cranberries. Are you fucking kidding Aww. me? These are all very good. It's a solid soundtrack. I'm going to check it out. I want... Oh. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
what we gotta do next? Well, let's just give a little bit of housekeeping. Okay, let me get my Swiffer. Okay, um, I'll get my Roomba. Okay. Uh, Paul. Um, so this is the end of season five, so we're gonna take about three weeks all off. We're gonna rest and recharge, because it's been just season five and season 11 in combo has been a little wet and wild. And we are going to, uh, we're gonna come back on June 26th. Uh, with our first episode covering the movie. The, and we'll, we'll probably do a couple episodes of the Yeah, movie. we'll probably split out over a couple episodes because it's a fucking two-hour movie, <laughs> y'all. And then uh, and then after that, we might take another week or we might just go straight into yeah, who season knows? six. See, we don't get paid to do this, so it'll be exactly how we feel. Play by year. Play by year. Okay, so yeah, you heard that correctly. June 26th uh, will be when we have our next episode, and it'll be starting the movie. Yeah. But uh, if you want to hear us between times, we are on... I think you mean betwixt. If you want to hear us betwixt time, <laughs> uh, we are on King Me this month, talking about Children of the Corn with yes. Tom Lockney. So definitely check that out. That's another major cast podcast. Yes. And, oh, this is another major, major cast podcast, too. Oh, this one? Uh-huh. Do you find yourself unable to watch television? Who has the time? Well, luckily, we do. I'm Liam Sr. I'm Josh Phillips. We host a podcast where we watch old canceled TV for you. Musty TV, every Thursday on the Major Cast Network. My father says we're crazy. My mother won't talk to me anymore. Yes, that one. Wow. <laughs> cool. Cool. I want to cover predictions. Mm-hmm. Because... I predicted Crychak and Spooky Child. Uh-huh. So I got a point. Uh-huh. So that's four and a half for me. Uh-huh. And four and a half for you. Oh, we tied. We're going to get some ice cream. Yum. It's like we always tie so we can reward each other. I know. I think we should go. We're heading to uh, Seattle soon, so yeah. I want to go to Molly Moon's. Heck yes. And we'll buy each other ice cream. Let's do And we'll make another trip to the Haunted Soda Machine, and I will let you guys know how it goes. It probably will not go very well. I want it too bad. <laughs> You're too horned. I'm too horned for it. Okay. Thank you, guys, for, like, this is a lot. Like, this is, what, three days worth of episodes, probably, if you started listening to all of these episodes? Yeah. This is, like... Five, six, seven seasons We're of the X Files. Deep in it. We're coming up on our three year anniversary. Wow. What are you going to get me? Well, okay. Why is that what you immediately go to? What is all about you? We need a break. <laughs> we do. We're on a break. We uh, we love you guys, and we so appreciate all of your support. And we hope that you'll uh, keep the conversation with going with us over the break. Uh, send us emails at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and fan fiction. And fan fiction. Please. Keep in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at doublexfiles. That's double spelt out, D-O-U-B-L-E. And honestly, if you've been listening to us, if you've enjoyed the episodes, if you're going to miss us not being your ears for three weeks, hey, write us a review on iTunes or your podcast app of choice because yeah. it really helps us get the word out. No, it, that is what helps us the most. So if you actually have listened to in every episode this season, please write. Yeah, please let just let other people know what you like about the podcast, why you think it's worth your time. Yep, I think that's it. I think that's all. Until next time, the, the truth is out there. One man show. Oh, 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 oh.